Good evening, Patriots. And it's the end of Thursday, April 27th in the year 2023. Tonight we're going to look at a few things um, and talk a little bit about T-shirts, which everyone's been asking for, swag, when that's going to happen. We have a hard date. We're going to talk about Bards Fest tickets for Yuba City, when that's going to go on sale, hard date. We're going to give it updates on some prayer requests. We've got a new prayer request. It's a really amazing story that I want to share. And then we'll just see where God leads us. It's all good. So one thing patriots do, keep in mind, it's super critical to keep all your focus on your preps. Right now, these thieving, maniacal maniacs are destroying the food system and doing everything they can to bring people to their knees. And unfortunately, the food system is highly corrupted, as we talked about in the last hour. And it's and the more we learn, the more sickening it gets. In your food preps, you need to literally have your baseline of food that you can take on the go anytime, emergency food. And then you have to have your other side of that, which is your stuff you're growing and, and your other resources. My Patriot Supply offers that baseline, which I think is so important and what you need. So take a listen to this. Patriots, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food right now. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now while it's on sale. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories a day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll enjoy free shipping too. MyPatriotSupply.com. Patriots, no time to waste. Sovereignty begins with food security. Check it out. MyPatriotSupply.com. My Patriot Supply is pretty awesome. Hey, I just saw something posted. I'll just, and I responded, but I, it was in our chat, but I'm going to put it out here. Someone was saying they had MREs. So if you have MREs, there's a little fun trick to do. And you take your coffee, which is an instant coffee, like, I don't know, it's like Nestle or something. And then you take your creamer and you take your sugar. And then you take a standard, you know, like whatever that is, like a 12-ounce water bottle, 8-ounce, whatever they come with, those little plastic ones, half filled of water. And you put all those in there and shake it up real hard. That there, folks, is a field coffee latte right there. And it's pretty good. It's pretty awesome in the morning, I'll tell you. It's awesome. All right, so let's start with a couple dates. Sunday, April 30th, 2023. That's this Sunday. T-shirts will be going on sale. The first ever for Bards Nation. And it's the beginning, which will be a growing line. We'll talk about it Sunday night. We'll talk about it all next week. It's going to be, I think we just have two designs right now. Pretty simple. But if you remember, one of the cool things now is that we have an American supplier with American cotton and American-made shirts and the Bard's Nation print shop, which has been completely purchased and installed and ready to go. 
So we own the means of production to do our own printing, which is pretty awesome. I love it. So that's going to start going on on uh, Sunday. Okay, so take a look for that. And um, oh, I just see somebody I've been hoping was show up and chat tonight. They're in Northern California. That's awesome. Um, Bard's tickets go on sale on next Wednesday. So the Bard's Fest in Yuba City is 7 June to 10 June. And it's going to start at 3 p.m. in the afternoon on Wednesday. And it's going to be all day Thursday, Friday, and it's going to end at noon on Saturday. Okay. And these tickets will be, like always, are donation-based, so you can set your own price. But we're going to have a recommended price, and just so you don't get sticker shock. It's $100. We're recommending $100 per person for the entire thing, and that will include meals of dinner and probably a sack lunch. So be prepared for that. Um, all that information will be up, and we'll be going over it in detail next week. Okay, and same thing is, you know, um, we're going to support all those that can pay and those that can't pay. We're going to make sure everybody can attend that want to attend. We have a cap of 900 people for this event. So if for some reason you aren't able to make it or can't get a ticket, don't panic. I expect these will sell pretty well. We're going to um, start sales tomorrow and or on Wednesday, like I said, and I'll, we'll go hard on it. We have a Bards Fest in, I can give you two other dates of Bards Fest. Stand by while I lift up my calendar and check it out because the next Bards Fest is going to be. We're going to do three Bards Fests this year, and I know I've been saying maybe more, but I'm just hear me out because this is how I've. This is the only way we can really manage it this year. So we're going to do three Bards Fests this year. We're doing the one in Yuba City at Glad Tidings Church, or the Church of Glad Tidings, which is in Yuba City. That's going to be seven to ten June. And then the next Bards Fest, Bards Fest number two, is in Fredonia, Kansas, and that's set at September 20th to the 23rd. That will have some camping at, on it at site, and you're going to have to wait for some of the details. Hotels in that location are very limited. Hotels in the area are like an hour away. But the similar issue in Yuba City, too, because there's not a lot of hotels in Yuba City. We're looking for camping options, and there's also hotels in Chico and down in Sacramento. Pretty easy to get around either way, though. And then the third Bards Fest, as it stands, and it looks like we're going to be on point on this, is going to be up south of Portland, Oregon, the 25th to the 28th. And that's going to be an interesting one because if all those negotiations go through, as I hope they do, that facility has the ability to, between cabins and an on-site kind of mini hotel, we can house most everybody right on site, and there's tons of hotels right in the area. So those are kind of your three targets for Bards Fest, June, September, and October, okay? And all of those things will come out in the in this week. We're going to talk about it this week. We'll be in our, we're getting our newsletter fired back up. We're going to get it up on the website. Everything is being done. And then, like I said, we're going to do T-shirts will go on sale this Sunday, so this T-shirt's on sale on Sunday, tickets on sale on Wednesday, and away we go. Bars Fest is going to be fun, and we're going to talk a lot about I'm going to leave the details to kind of next week where we've got some good speakers coming in. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, Pastor Brad Cummings. We've got uh, Pastor Anthony coming in from Naples, Florida. Another pastor, of his friend of his is coming in. 
I'm working on some other people, obviously, as we go along, and there's going to be some breakout classes. It's just going to be a fun event. And everything, all these Bards Fests are centered around coming together, celebrating the Holy Spirit, being inspired by that, having some breakout classes, and most importantly, breaking bread. So it's going to be good. And that's kind of this year. We're already making our plans for next year and the year after, believe it or not, because this is really is a big commitment. They were, Bards Fests are real deals. Um, when I say that we've gone a year without one, I get it, but these, we're going to do, um, we're, this is the beginning of the transition is the way I would say it with three this year, next year, meaning spring, starting in spring, we're going to do probably five, maybe as many as six regional Bards Fest. And then we're going to have one big one in the fall. So we're keeping the summers clear. This is what a lot of the planning is, is to keep clear from the summers so that we don't interfere with harvesting. We don't interfere with raising and butchering cattle, which is I've like this year, I've got six steers that need that need to be butchered um, by August. So we're trying, we're trying to support that perspective of more increasing emphasis on homesteading. And yet, keeping it regional for people that can't travel, and then having one big one every year, and then so this year it will be in October to try to bring everybody together as much as possible. Now, with that in mind, if you've all have seen the, uh, I'm going to say it, but I'm going to cringe when I say it, Burning Man. Um, Burning Man is really a, uh, it's a festival for the hedonistic lifestyle of the. Uh, agnostic, atheist, and LGBTQ crowd, and it's wild, and it's got everything, to, every bit of debauchery. It's like walking into Rome. Okay, now, the reason I'm bringing Burning Man up in this t- discussion, Burning Man has become a massive event. It's in August to September, end of August to September, and that event, on the scale, it's it's really pretty incredible. Well. What God has put on my heart is that over the coming years, God wants an event for us, not Burning Man, but Bards Fest. So our objective is as we do regional events, we will be building up that one big national event every year. And over time, and I I'm, I don't care if it's the rest of my life, which it will be, that's legacy, we are going to build up a greater, more fantastic, more incredible event than Burning Man could ever be. And we're going to just bring the Holy Spirit into the world in such a fantastic way. So this is this is going to be, yeah, someone said Burning Man is very paganistic for sure. Oh, yeah, that's an understatement. I talked to somebody, a really good Christian team that was down there, and it, it's it's everything that you're seeing with this transgender movement, yeah, it's alive and well. They're not going to do that. That's so. Our our vision is to this year's a transition year to kind of give us all a grounding, and then we'll continue to grow out, and it'll be spring and fall, going forward. So, there you go. There's some news for you. I think you'll like that. I hope so. If not, then sorry, <laughs> but not sorry. That's how that goes. Sorry, but not sorry. It's the good stuff. All right, I want to read a couple updates. Um, we've been praying for Shelly, and these are pretty cool. Um, this is day 21, 
And when we get through with this, we're going to pray for her. And then we've got another really cool prayer request. I read through it today. It was sent to me by one of our listeners. And so we'll start with Shelly. Uh, day 21. Now, this was sent to me. Let me check here real quick. Stand by. Okay, so this was sent to me two days ago. Um, it was sent to me on Tuesday. So day 21. This was Shelly's update. Three weeks it's a long time to be in ICU, and Shelley is determined to be done with it as soon as possible. The parade of doctors and nurses stopping by to see how well she is doing makes me feel like we are animals in a zoo a little bit. But I have to admit, she is breaking every record, spoiling every prediction, and making it known she wants to go home. Pray for wisdom, patience, discernment, and a steady pace. That's incredible, Patriots. All these prayers that have been coming to Shelly, she's been overcoming. As you recall, if you have not heard, Shelly had an an brain aneurysm, and Shelly is the one who stood up against the deep state cabal, Luciferian pedophile elite when they were trying to force us to in lockdown. You like all my adjectives there? I'm getting pretty good at this. I can't stand these people, if you can't tell. And I can't think of a finer way to describe them than the way I'm doing. If you have some more adjectives, I might even consider adding them in, make a long string of it. But anyway, so Shelly um, was the one who had her salon outside of Dallas, and she stood up to them. They tried to arrest her, take her to court. She even had the local militia come in and protect her. It was awesome. And she beat them, okay? Now, that was on Tuesday. And today I just got another update, just this evening, in fact. And it says this, we had one of our toughest nights yet, headaches, nausea, whole body pain, lack of appetite. She was miserable, but two different CT scans came back all clear. And after conferring with her team, the doctors decided the best move to help jumpstart her body was to send her home. Patriots, that's three weeks, three weeks with prayers after a major aneurysm and other multiple bleeds. She's on her way home. Amazing. So we came home. Praise the Lord. So what's next? We need to find an appetite, conquer the anxiety and fear of being free of the doctors and nurses. Sounds crazy. But when something wasn't feeling right, someone was always right there. Now it's all on our shoulders. Physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. Doctor's appointments, follow-up appointments, more scans and tests. Our job for for a while is going to be survival and recovery. I'm very happy to finally have my wife home. For everyone who prayed for us, thank you. The survival rate of this hemorrhage she suffered is not very good, and we beat those odds. But we still have a long way to go, and tonight I'm praying for a relaxed night of sleep in the bed that's been empty for the last three weeks. Well, Patriots, if you'll join me, please join me in prayer for Shelley. This is just amazing news. So, Father, in just a minute, I just saw this up, and it says one of our people in chat just said, can you invite her to Bard's Fest? Yes. In fact, I'll send a note um, right now as we talk. Just be, hang on for that a minute. Um, and I'll say, ask Tim if Shelly will come to one of the Bard's Fest. We would... Love to have her. Blessings. There, you got to hear me type. Okay, so the message is sent, and we'll find out. Great request, great, great comment. Okay, um, here we go. 
So let's pray for Shelly. Father God, we begin tonight with a declaration of the authorities given to us to manifest healing. We have been given the authority over snakes and scorpions and the authority to conquer all evil. And so, Father, as we pray this evening, we are praying for Shelly, who has had an amazing recovery to date. And we thank you, Father, blessings from our heart, and we're humbled by the prayers that have been answered and knowing how many were all coming together as one body to pray for her and knowing that this is a magnificent moment. Father, tonight we pray that an appetite will be regenerated in her, that she'll be stimulated to find the interest in food, which is hard to do after a trauma like this. And we pray for a peaceful and restful night and many nights sleep ahead. We know that this path ahead is going to be challenging, but the beauty of this path, Father, that you've given to her is now she's at home with her family and with you. So, Father God, in this moment when the big transition has happened and the doctors are no longer there, we pray for your comfort in your hand just to wrap around her. And Jesus, we just pray that you'll be right there with her, knowing that there will be some difficult times, but to continue to heal her, to continue to give her that fight in her soul and her heart and her spirit to overcome the odds and to truly be an example of the miracles of healing, which only come through our true faith and the support of the many through prayers. Father, we also add an additional prayer here that the health of Shelley in the coming weeks and months will be so significant that she'll be able, willing, and excited about our invitation to have her come to a Bard's Fest to speak truly as a voice of one who's received the blessings of prayer and healing and truly be able to be a demonstration, a continued light and beacon for those of the strength in faith. So we pray for Shelley, we pray for her husband, we pray for the family, we pray for the continued and miraculous healing and this path that she's on and ask that you'll continue to bless her and all that she does. And she say, we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, now this next is pretty cool. This is one of our very good followers and they go by Fountain Pen. So I'm going to read an account to you. It's a pretty amazing story, actually. I was reading it just before. I read it earlier today and kind of reread it before the show and decided I'm going to read the whole thing. And then we'll, we'll do a prayer at their request. So it starts out, Dear Scott, I do hope this is a correct address. I'm going by memory of what I saw in a group chat message during one of your programs. I'm asking for prayer for the following. Yesterday, while coming home from a trip... My friend Becky picked me up from the airport. Becky and her husband are part-time missionaries. She is a spirit-filled believer, as am I. We were in the 4 p.m. hour, and it was commute time. The roads were heavy with traffic, and we decided to take Highway 16, most, which is mostly a two-lane passageway. We were traveling eastbound and the oncoming traffic west. A dark grayish minivan was approaching us, traveling approximately 25 to 30 miles per hour. And right at that moment, a young girl threw herself out of the van and rolled out onto the road. 
Becky immediately stopped as soon as she could and parked where there was no shoulder. There was a ditch on my side. As I was trying to exit the passenger side, the door was getting jammed, some kind of tricky mechanism that Becky knew, but I was unaware. But within seconds, I was out and walked to the back of the vehicle and proceeded to cross over to the other side as cars were moving. While I was working on the door, Becky witnessed the girl continuing to roll into traffic. Three to four vehicles missed her, including a sizable big rig. I got to the girl the same time that the driver of the gray van did. She was a blonde, petite woman with a few scattered mini tats. The girl on the ground was in the 15 to 17 age range. I heard the woman say, Aliyah, you're going to get CPS called on me. As soon as I got to the girl, I bent down and started asking if she was okay. She was wailing, distraught, and visibly upset. Not knowing who these people were, I was scanning both and trying to assess if the woman was somehow related, taking the girl and had taken the girl and put her in danger. Initially, I was thinking that she may have been a, a trafficking victim. It turns out the woman was the girl's mother. She quickly explained that she had broken some news about a comfort cat, in quotations, that was killed by two German shepherds. And when she did, Aaliyah responded by jumping out of the moving van, of the, of the van that was moving. The mother said she did not know how she was going to get to break the news because she knew her daughter would take it hard. Still assessing the situation, I was standing with my arms out to separate them. My go-to was to take a hard defense stance of, of protection. When, then the Lord helped me to garner a better understanding. I saw and believed that the mother was telling the truth. This was not a trafficking situation. The pleading mother was broken and the girl was unstable. The teenager collaborated with the story and kept repeating, I just can't take it. I tried to comfort her by simply touching her arm and reassuring her. Although visibly scraped, she did not have any major injuries. Aaliyah was able to stand and walk. In the meantime, another woman stepped out from her car and suggested getting the girl back into the vehicle. We did that successfully. This whole time, my friend Becky was inter interceding in prayer, and I was praying as well, asking the Father, how could I speak into the situation? What he showed me was that the mother was at her, at her wit's end. She was dealing with a teen who was out of control. I simply asked her if I could pray for her. Eagerly, she said yes. We stopped and prayed on the side of the road, and I believe Father God gave me the words to utter. She found solace and comfort in the brief interlude. She then got into the driver's seat. She rolled down the window so I could speak with her. Inside the car were Aaliyah's siblings, all crying, visibly scared and upset because of what happened to their sister. And God gave me the presence of mind, simply to speak Jesus to them. I told them to look at him and look at God would help them through. A few minutes later, the mother drove off. The ironic thing about the situation is that Becky is a trained counselor and would have been perfect a perfect candidate to enter in, but God impressed upon her that she needed to stay in the car and pray. We as believers are called to be first responders of faith, but you 
What you do on Bended Knee Fridays goes along with the mandate. I believe follow-up prayer is in order. May I ask you, Scott, to pray for Aaliyah, Amber the mother, and family as well. Peace and many blessings. Fountain Pen. P.S. I had met her, by the way, down in, I've met Fountain Pen down at um, Isaiah 61 conference. So this is the follow-up here. She says, I realized after I sent you the email, I didn't actually write down the prayer request or check grammar. Oh, that's fine. The prayer request. Would you and the Bard's family please pray specifically for Aaliyah to be free of all demonic influence and torment, in particular the spirit of suicide? Please also pray for her mother to find hope and strength in the Lord Jesus Christ and for the entire family to be rescued and delivered from the realm of darkness and into the kingdom of light and life. Colossians 1, 13-14 That peace would be present in the home and that the Lord would draw each family member in his own with the cords of loving kindness. Hosea 11.4 That this family would be claimed and prized and a prized possession of Father God. Deuteronomy 26.18 So, patriots, the one thing we see something like this, when somebody is able to go through such an amazing, traumatic moment, literally flying from a car at 25 to 30 miles an hour and only having scrapes on their body, it's a combination of things. Demonic, very easily and possibly possessed in the demonic on an extreme. And it's quite also possible that she's protected by the angels. So if you will please join me in prayer for this family. Oh, Father, you know how this bends my heart when we start to hear of the suffering of the youth the trauma and torment that they're going through for the lack of understanding and relationship of who you are. Father, we open this prayer tonight for this young lady, Aaliyah, a teen teen who has been completely tormented in a way she should not be tormented, someone who's suffering from the possession of suicide and the demonic powers of driving her literally to the point of insanity in an attempt to kill herself. So, Father, we just pray that all of that that's possessing her will be rebuked and that through that we can have Jesus and an experience with Jesus in such a profound way to touch her, to move her, to inspire her, and to find hope again and love most of all. This young lady is suffering from the torment of voices and evil that seeks to do nothing but harm to one of your children and to one in the body of Christ. And so, Father, again, we just pray that in this moment, as we rebuke the power and influence of these demons, that she can find that place to experience Jesus in a first hand and to have it in such a profound way that she seeks Christ and in so doing is able on on her own to rebuke these influences and find life in the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray for the mother of this family, and we pray for the siblings of Aaliyah. And what we, we pray that this family can just be rid of these darkness, that the mother can truly find the blessings in, the, in Christ Jesus, the power in our Lord and Savior, that in these darkest of times, rather than feeling unable, she will turn her eyes to Jesus 
and plead the blood of the cross to heal her daughter. And may the peace settle in on this family. May the peace be present in this home. And may there be a transformation of the most profound way to free this family from the burdens of darkness. And Father, may your presence be there to remind them of what a prized possession each one of them is. An amazing, amazing family that though tormented at this moment, can be set free and find the power and love and glory within the walk of kingdom. Father, please bless these family, this family. Bless them, free them, set them on a course. And Jesus, just we ask that your presence can be so powerful within their home, so powerful in their lives, that the power of transformation and love that only you can deliver will literally transform this family to be truly a beacon of light for others to see and witness. May these stories, may these moments, rather than being torment, be transferred to testimonies of greatness, of the love that only comes from the love in Jesus and the healing that only comes from the Holy Spirit. Guide them, Father. Bless them. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. What an amazing story. These are going to be more. You know, I had something put in my heart before I started the show tonight. And I'm going to share it with you. And I truly believe this was Father's putting this on my heart. And it came from this. And I've been really thinking, and you've heard me talk openly and just about the amazing, just the, the amazing sense of what we're doing every Friday now. And this sense of healing and prayer. And I, I think, I mean, what I was kind of put on my heart tonight is to seek more of it and to build it bigger. Patriots, I, I'm just going to share with you what I would like to see. And I just ask that if you are in, in agreement that you'll pray into this. I would like to see these shows, especially the shows of Fishers and the shows of Bended Knee, to just build such an amazing reputation of the power of prayer and healing and love that it literally becomes this draw, this inspiring place that people are pulled to, brought to, led to, to seek the prayers, to seek healing, and to do so in the most amazing way. This is not hands-on. This is transforming the concept of prayer and healing to me because we're doing it together collectively, but we're doing it from all over the world. And I believe in this. I, I, I think we have greater power in this as we go, and we're going to push the windows on this going forward because I believe that we can do greater than just one person at a time, which I think itself is amazing. But I think we can transform, well, I'll just say it, I think we can transform the world. I think evil's got no chance. And that's me because I you just understand me. I'm always one that believes it. I don't care if it's three or more. I'll, I'll waylay a whole army. I don't care. What's the worst that can happen? You you don't succeed in this world and you're honored in heaven. That's all I can say. That's probably a little arrogant to say, but at least we're given the blessings of heaven. So I'm good with that. But if you are so compelled and if you are drawn to pray into that, 
I would just ask you to do that because we have something amazing going on here. Now, I know that we've talked a lot about red lines and, you know, this biometric garbage on the web. And I've heard people write, like, I'll miss Bard's show. Don't don't go there, please. I've had some people write that lately. Don't go there. When we get to that point, we'll cross that bridge. I've just told you that from my point of view, as I talk to Father, I have some hard red lines. I'm like, yeah, not happening. Which tells me that if I tell Father it's a hard red line, he's already going to be showing a way forward because he always provides. So, you know, this community has been built and it is here because God wants it here. And this community has been amazing because we have been able to find a place even after YouTube kicked us off. That was two and a half years ago. And by the way, which I have, I've failed to even mention this. I'll mention it tomorrow all day. But this month... It's right around now, when we're within a couple of weeks. So it's, it was April, May. I'll just put it like that. It was April, May of 2019 that the first ever Bards podcast was launched. It was Bards of War in the beginning. And um, so this is four years right now. This is four years. And in four years, a podcast has started with about 100 followers as of this week, we crossed 38 million downloads. 38 million. Incredible. 38 million downloads. And literally the reach is, it continues to be global. And it grows in amazing ways. I'm just blessed and so humbled by all that's happening here. Thank you all very much. And we'll, we'll talk, I'll bring that up tomorrow. But I wanted to share that with you this evening. We're finding the the confidence in what we're doing of people reaching out to us for prayer. Earlier today, one of our own, Jake uh, Cress, I may get that wrong, I apologize if I do, um, had a prayer for their mother who was in the hospital. And we responded right away. And in responding right away, I don't know, you know, you can never know if it's us or something else. But the fact is that we prayed, and the great news is that that prayer was answered. And the mother's okay, and she's um, she's just in the hospital for some observation. She she didn't have a heart attack, and she's going to hopefully be home here very quickly. So, again, just amazing. I, I'm most moved by just the confidence that people have in bringing prayers here. And... We'll support them. We'll move forward with them. And tomorrow is going to be another big prayer Friday. I know it's going to be there. So I'm looking forward to it, as always. And one last bit of news tonight. This is all kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to call it housekeeping. This is like God's God's blessing night is how I see it. So you will remember a few weeks ago, that we did a fundraising for one of our own, She's So Sweet 88, who was at the point living in her vehicle. Well, Patriots, I want to tell you an amazing story about this group of people. And to my knowledge, um, I'm going to put the, I'm going to put the 
give send go link back up tonight if you're so called. But I'll, you'll understand why in just a moment. So there was about there was a little over eight thousand dollars raised, and what came out of this, which I just find wonderful, is that she was able to locate a trailer, a twenty-eight foot trailer that she just bought in cash. They the the RV place discounted it for her $2,000 so she could make it in her budget. And she is now, last night she had her first night in the trailer and she's at an, a really nice RV park that's been working with her. And she's starting to settle into what is her new home. So I want to thank you all. And just, it's just one of these things we need to continue to raise prayers for the way Father works just bringing all this together and breaking this community come together. And um, I just think that's a wonderful thing. It is what we're, Father always provides. And as this was brought to this community, all of you have been part of something really powerful. So I want to thank you all. And we want to just continue to do this as these things come my way and we can elevate up to help others, we will. And we won't be able to get to everybody. We'll do the best we can. But the fact that we're continuing to look after each other and raise each other up is such an important, important point. So just a, a wonderful statement um, for what is to come. So I'm going to put the link back up uh, underneath tonight's podcast. I, I'm just saying this. You do as your heart calls. I know that there's some, she's going to need some household things to get things re to settled in. Pillows, sheets, uh, dishes, some pans, that sort of thing. I'm going to let you decide how you want to deal with that. Um, but if you're so called and want to help donate a bit of money to that and raise a bit more money, that would be great. And um, away we go, right? So... We've had just an amazing response to so many things, and I think this is what is speaks so lively, to deeply to what Bard's Nation is really about. We get new people coming in here all the time, and I see these comments regularly. It's like, you know, people talk about what a special place this is. People, when new people coming in, they ask questions like, "What is this place? I've never seen anything like it." Probably not. Because there's not very many places on the web that are built around love and love and Father and love and our Savior, Jesus. We have a lot of people that hang out for different reasons, but this community is unique. I'm, I am blessed to be part of it and blessed that we to see this family that Father has built here. It's really wonderful. And it's something we will continue to grow and build out and do great things. So it's just a kind of a recap to remember that Sunday, T-shirts will go on sale. Um, two colors to start, just so we're clear, black and white. And um, they'll have the Bards, we'll have a Bards FM, and I, I don't know if we have a BOW, we might. I'm looking at that right now. But that'll be, if we don't have a BOW, it's coming soon. And then we have, I think what we've decided to do is that we will end up with a Bards Fest t-shirt, but we probably won't have it available 
except to order at the event in Yuba. I don't think we can get them done in time, but we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make any promises. Our focus right now is to get the initial shirts out. And so that's coming starting on Sunday. And then um, starting on the Wednesday will be the Bart's Fest tickets going on sale. And we want to see as many as people as we want. We want to pack that. Okay, we want to get the 900 people there. I don't think there should be any issue with that. And have an amazing event that will stun everybody and leave great memories as we then launch and prepare for the fall. And then next year we go on to the next level of greatness. So there we go. Patriots, we have, this has been a blessed night. Let's pray. Father, very humbled tonight. Very blessed to have such amazing testimonies and stories to just be part of something in a time as you guide us in just an amazing walk. Father, we're going to pray for a few things tonight. We want to thank you for hearing our prayers of healing for Shelly, and we pray for the healing of these this young girl, Aaliyah. We want to thank you for the blessings that you've been showered upon. She's so sweet, 88, and, and allowing her to have a, a new home, and we just pray that you can bless her with the things she needs to fill out that home. Father, we're going to pray for great success in Bartsfest, that all the resources that we need and the, the objective of what we're trying to achieve, which is to really build the power of the Holy Spirit, will be there, to inspire people and to create the inspiration in the heart as, as great disciples from each Bartsfest. We pray for the Church of Glad Tidings, which is our host, and we just thank you for the incredible hosting that they're providing for us the graciousness that they're there with. And we just ask that as we move forward here, that we also ask that the prayers that we do, we want, Father, this to grow. We want people to know that this is a place that they can come, a place that they can submit prayers to for healing, for need, to really give the comfort that they need and remind them always of the power of your love, the infinite love, the power of, of Jesus and the true healing of the Holy Spirit. Father, this is a, a real amazing creation of a family you've brought together here, and we're deeply humbled. And in this process, you're teaching us something most profound. You're teaching us as we declare our, our authorities to heal and to cast out demons, and to do greater works than he. As we live into that, we're being reminded that it's the intent. We don't have to physically be next to each other. And we're proving this, and you're showing it with us and teaching us. So we're deeply humbled, and we thank you for this, Father. So, Father, we just asked for these continued blessings to pour down upon Bar's nation and this wonderful community that you inspire us, that you continue to lead us through this difficult time, that we in turn become the beacons to inspire others to seek Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, patriots, this is um, 
really a nice evening. I love shows like this. And this will be a wonderful time for us all to just kind of reflect on all that God's given us, be humbled by where we each are in our stations in life. Um, I know there's you know, just a lot of good news right now and overall. And it's it's not been an easy walk, and there's not always going to be good news. One other prayer, because I have not heard from him, and I'm going to reach out to him tonight. And I just want to close with one prayer, I just because it just occurred to me. Bob, fourteen sixty two, which lost his, who lost his son. We've not, I've not heard from him recently, and so um, I'm going to ask. We close here with one more prayer. So, Father, uh, we're going to pray tonight for Bob in in one of the most unimaginable losses one could have of having lost both his sons. And so, Father, we are just praying that wherever he is at right now and whatever station he's at, that Jesus, we just need you there to give him strength and comfort. I cannot imagine what this is, the walk that one has to do right now. And it's not understandable, and I'm not even sure it's it's even in heaven if it's understandable. But I do know, Father, I do know that you can heal a heart. I know that you can strengthen a soul. And Jesus, I know that you can be with somebody to remind them that they're not alone. And with that, Father, we just want this prayer to resonate deeply within Bob to hear these words that we are a family for him and that we're here for him and whatever he needs. So, Father, bless him. Bless him immensely. Inspire him in his music. May his pain and his loss be a motivation to expand the word of Jesus and the good word of, of the kingdom in such a profound and anchored and way that his voice and his music resonates in people's hearts to truly stir the deeper understanding of a walk in this world that is both difficult and miraculous. Guide him, protect him now more than ever. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, thank you. I hope you have a very blessed evening. Tomorrow is Prayer Friday. I hope you can join us. And if you can't, but you can pray in later, remember these shows are up there for that reason as well. Um, I don't, God doesn't have a clock. <laughs> so if you're praying in later, it all ties into the same greatness and glory of the kingdom. So it's one of the most amazing things I've, I've, I've thought about in kingdom is that God has God knows before and after, and it's just kind of like wherever we arrive at that time to do the right thing, it's all perfect. It's good. All right. Have, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. In the end, God always wins. But we're here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I hope you have a very blessed evening. I'll see you tomorrow for Bended Knee. 
Until then, or until the next time, God bless, good night, thank you, and out for now. Oh, I wanna feel something. I just wanna breathe again. Dive into the deepest dead. Oh.